The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hey, hey, what's up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome to the Blogging the Boys Draft Recap Show. I am Danny Phantom at, on Twitter at DannyPhantom24, and I, today I'm joined by Tom Ryle on Twitter at TomRyleBTB and David Homan on Twitter at underscore DH44 underscore. Guys, how are you doing? David, would you please start tonight and let me know how are you feeling? Um, well, I definitely don't hate it as much as everyone else seems to, um, but I, I still don't feel great about it. Uh, obviously, a lot of players came off the board before Tyler Smith was the pick, and a lot of those guys were guys that we felt like Dallas was interested in, Kenyon Green, uh, Zion Johnson. Um, so personally, I would have liked for them to have traded down instead of just standing pat and taking a player because I didn't think there was anyone really worth that pick. Um, but, you know, there's there's traits with Tyler Smith to where if you develop him properly, he can become a really good player. So if you have to pick someone there, um, you know, he's he's got plenty of, of traits and good potential. So I don't hate it. It just they could have done much better. Okay, so that's that's okay. I mean, that's a lot a lot more milder than um, some of the <laughs> the feedback I've been hearing. And uh, speaking of which, so let's uh let's hear what Mr. Riles has to say about this. Yeah. I felt like the Cowboys painted themselves into a corner a bit with the, uh, this seemed to be really focused on the need on the offensive line. Um, it seems fairly obvious since, since there was talk yesterday about the Cowboys being interested in even trading up for a uh, Tyler Smith, that obviously they had him higher on their board than a lot of people did. Um, but I, I just felt that the value at 24 there were other players there. I think uh, Jermaine Johnson, I think, is one of them uh, that, that they could have gotten that would also have addressed something they needed. Uh, and I just, I, 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 I also strongly suspect because of the way it played out uh, that uh, Stephen Jones was on the phone for a long time before the Cowboys turned the card in. I think they were really trying to trade back, maybe with the thought of moving back a few slots and still getting Smith. But um, it, it just, it, it, I don't, I have this uneasy feeling that their hearts weren't in it all that much themselves based on that little bit of detail. 
now it's a case of where they're going to have to prove to us they knew what they were doing here. And I'm, I'm not happy about the idea that this should be a plug and play player, apparently at left guard and they're changing positions on it. Um, that makes me nervous. Yeah. So before we get into Tyler Smith, exactly, let me just ask you who was the, who were the, if you had to pick at 24, who's the guy you would want? So, I mean, Tom, you mentioned Jermaine Johnson. Was he, the top player, would, would he, he be the guy you would have wanted the Cowboys to take? Yeah, based on what they had available at the time uh, that was still on there, I think he was the best value. I mean, he was he slid a long ways to even be available there. Uh, I don't know if there was something else. And I would probably, if I was going to commit to the offensive line, I'm not too sure I wouldn't have gone with Tyler Linderbaum. Uh, if you're going to switch positions, I think Linderbaum was a higher quality offensive lineman, but I'm not a real expert on that stuff. So, uh, but I probably would have landed with, with Johnson with the, was the guy that I would have picked if I'd been sitting there at 24 with who was on the board. Yeah, that, that's kind of my biggest issue with this is, well, besides I just didn't have Tyler Smith rated that high also, but, but uh, I think they had an opportunity to, to take one of the better edge rushers in this draft and Johnson and they didn't. And so that, that, that brings that disappointment level up there a little more. Uh, what about you, David? I mean, who, who's, who was your guy at, at, at 24, if you got a pick? Um, well, I definitely liked Johnson a lot too. Um, he was, I mean, people were talking about how the jets were even considering him as high as fourth overall. Um, and of course the jets came up a couple picks later, traded back into the first round and got him. Um, I really would have liked Devontae Wyatt, the uh, defensive tackle out of Georgia, though. Um, I know that the Cowboys don't really spend premium draft capital at the position. I've, I've been wanting them to for a while, and I think Wyatt would have really shored up the, the interior of their defensive line. If you don't go edge rusher, at least you can still get some pass rush coming from the middle with Devontae Wyatt. Um, and then uh, Daxton Hill from Michigan, a safety who kind of is a hybrid, can play corner a lot too. I think it would have been really fun to see all the ways that Dan Quinn can use him in the secondary. Um, but again, they don't. the Cowboys don't invest premium draft capital at safety either. Um, but that's that's those are the areas I would have preferred them to go. Yeah, and, and to that point, and so Johnson went 26th overall to the Jets, and then Wyatt came off couple picks later to the Packers, uh, 28th, and then finally uh, Daxton Hill uh, went 31st to the Cincinnati Bengals. So, you know, with, with Tyler Smith, we know that he's he's a raw player, and, you know, there's there's a lot that the Cowboys have to work with. And, you know, of course, we probably have heard already about the penalties, um, which is a, be- a very disheartening thing to, um, to hear when you were going from a player like, you know, Connor Williams, who was just atrocious last year but of course if their plans are to move him to the guard spot I'm wondering do you think maybe that there's an opportunity for him to be a different type of player can you can you envision a scenario where this works out for the Cowboys well you can always envision a scenario where it works out the problem is when you're going with your first round pick uh you're looking for a for a day one starter in the NFL is the ideal situation. And 
it makes it harder to get there if you've got this issue that has to be fixed and another issue that has to be fixed and something else that has to be fixed. So it's, yeah, it's, it, they may make us, you know, eat our hats on this. We may all have to say, well, we were wrong about it all, but they're just, it's like they're, they're making it too hard on themselves with this particular pick. I think someone like Johnson would have come in, uh, been contending to be your, your starting right defensive end right off the bat. Um, and I just, you know, now that they're going to, I'm really looking forward to make me feel better in rounds two and three. And I hate to be in that kind of a situation, but we'll see what develops. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so David, a lot of, uh, you know, with, with the disappointment with this pick, a lot of people are like the Cowboys. They don't know what they're doing with the draft. You know, it's it is enough of giving them, putting them on a pedestal and giving them their praise. Are you of the mindset that the Cowboys uh, maybe kind of got too cute here or should we be giving them more benefit of the doubt? What is your feeling as far as that position goes? Well, I find it a little ironic because uh, a year ago we were saying the exact same thing when they took Micah Parsons, and we turn we all turned out to be very wrong about that. Um, I don't think that that Tyler Smith, even in the most optimistic projections, will quite hit that level of impact as Micah, mostly just because of the position he plays. Um, but I mean, looking at the last decade or so, the Cowboys are generally pretty good at drafting players um, at, at multiple rounds too. Um, you know, they, they had Taco obviously and that pick didn't work out. Um, but for the most part, they've found really great players first round in the middle, later in, in the sixth, seventh round. Um, and I think with, uh, with Smith, um, they're definitely banking on his potential. And everybody that has talked about Smith, they say he's got all the traits. He's, he's really athletic. He, he ran his 40-yard dash in like the 96th percentile of all offensive linemen. He's fast. He's huge. Uh, he plays the way you want an offensive lineman to play. So they're saying if we can clean up his technique and he'll be you know playing with Zach Martin, he'll be playing with Tyron Smith, two great players to learn from. If he can pick up tricks of the trade and he can grow and develop, you might be potentially having another great all pro type player. Of course, you know, there's a big if there, but um, if you don't believe in your ability to develop the plays you take, then why do you have your system in place to begin with? Right. No. And I mean, I think that's all, what a lot of people are probably just, you know, sweeping under the rug is, is the Cowboys have been really done well with their assessment of offensive line players. And, and I mean, even if you look at the, you know, the undrafted, you know, um, Terrence Still, which people mm -hmm. are critical of him, but, you know, look what they're able to do with, with him. So the fact that they like him, and, and like you said, the, the athletic traits are there. Uh, the, the, there are things about him that, I mean, he's a really young player. He's a, he's a, he's a good run blocker. Um, there are things about him that you can s totally see him working out. But, you know, when is that going to happen? Are, are the Cowboys in a situation where they need – a starting left guard right now. And then of course, if Tyron Smith gets hurt, they, you know, they don't have Lyle Collins anymore. So it's just like, I think there, a lot of people are just putting a lot on this pick right now. And I mean, he's 24th pick. It's not like they're able to pick Evan Neal or somebody, you know, in the top 10. 
So I, uh, to me, I just feel like maybe this, the, the Cowboys player personnel need to be given a little bit of credit here. Um, I, I mean, I don't like the pick, but you know, the Cowboys do, and that means something. Um, so I don't know. I'm slowly starting to like not be extremely disappointed with it. I mean, it's one of those to me. Let's wait and see. So that's my feeling on on the day one pick. Any any additional thoughts? on on today's activities before we move into tomorrow. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, I think we saw the Giants and the Eagles both accomplish a heck of a lot in the first round of the draft, which is, of course, bad news for us. And the Commanders didn't do too terribly. Uh, So I I felt like the Cowboys kind of lost the first round in the division in the draft. And, of course, you know, that's all it all what it all really counts when they start putting players on the field and we start finding out one thought i had though bill michael parsons david brought up michael parsons and i'm wondering if maybe they didn't get a little bit cocky because they hit on him and he was such a you know once in a generation home run for a player who came in and was so much more than what he was thought to be coming out of college uh, you know, maybe they're trying to hit that again. And that was such a long shot to hit that way. I, I hope they didn't talk themselves into a mistake here, but there is evidence that they were higher on him than a lot of us were. So, you know, we hope it all works out. It's just, as I've been saying all this off season, they're going to have to prove it to me before I get real excited about this team again. Yeah. I mean, I do think, I think it was just a four foregone conclusion that the NFC East teams were going to do better in this draft than, than we were, because look at their draft capital compared to, to ours. Um, I, so I, I think that's, that part's just a, kind of a known. I will say this Eagles getting, you know, Jordan Davis and turn around and getting AJ Brown. That that's pretty impressive. And I, I mean, I, I have to tip my cap to them. I think they, they did a really good job. Washington, not really. I mean, I like the player they got, but, to me, that was kind of an early pick. Uh, that was a, a reach, in my opinion. Giants, I mean, even though they got two top 10 players, I still think that those players have some things about them that have potential bust, you know, bust potential. So, I mean, so I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, outside of Philadelphia, I'm not, like, too upset with how things went. Uh, David, you have a different thoughts on, on the, the rest of the NFC East? Um, well, I, th- I mean, I definitely agree with what you just said about Philly, really. Uh, I feel like they hit it out of the park tonight. Um, but I would also just say, you know, they did, the other teams in the NFC East did better tonight, but they also have a lot more room to go in, in comparison to the Cowboys. Um, the Eagles kind of stumbled their way into the playoffs last year. They still don't really seem committed to their quarterback. Um the Giants today decided not to pick up Daniel Jones' fifth-year option, so they are uncertain there. And the Washington Commanders just traded for Carson Wentz, and 
we've already seen how that goes in the NFC East. Um, so they, you know, they have more draft capital. They have a lot more room to go. Um, they're going to hit their home runs, but they still aren't quite on the same level. Um, and I also want to say, uh, comparing him to Market Parsons, another person to compare him to uh, that's maybe a little more apt would be Travis Frederick, because when he was drafted, uh, a lot of a lot of people were surprised by that pick too. Um, most people had him as a second or third round player. The Cowboys saw something in him. They really believed in him. He comes in as a center and absolutely blew everyone away. Um, and maybe uh, maybe it's something similar with Tyler Smith. And they see those traits. They see what they look for in offensive linemen. And maybe he'll be the next. Yeah, I agree with that assessment. Everyone's calling him Taco 2.0. But, I mean, to me, I think it's, it, it, it's more like a, a Frederick because – I mean, granted, we we got got whispers of, of Tyler Smith, so we got a head start on not liking it before it actually happened. But had the same thing happened with Travis Frederick, I'm sure we would just be livid with uh, with that pick, uh, you know. Because we, but we didn't know. We didn't know what to expect with 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 Frederick. But you know who did know? You know the Cowboys player personnel, you know department. They knew, and you know, look at him. He's like five Pro Bowls at, by the age of 28. I mean, that's certainly a, a big win for the Cowboys with that pick. So moving on, let's turn our frowns upside down. And I want you to each tell me what would be, I mean, who? what would just make you super happy for tomorrow's picks? Let's start with uh, pick 56. Tom, Who who is your favorite target right now? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't have good names, but what I'm looking for for day two is to get uh, get a wide receiver and an edge rusher. And I think if they can come out with some good players that are, you know, right, that, that look like they're a good value at those picks, then that made me feel a lot better about the draft. And I wouldn't complain if they maybe got a linebacker in place of one of those, uh, since they have kind of a, a shallow situation there on the roster. Uh, just don't pick up a tight end until day four, day three, please. Yeah. What about you, David? Um, well, I think I'll have to agree with Tom on wide receiver and edge rusher. Um, a wide receiver I'd really, really love is John Mechie, the third out of Alabama. Um, he is coming off an injury, uh, so that's why he's fallen a little bit, might be available in the second round when we pick. Um, and, you know, there's going to be some concerns about getting a receiver with an injury while you also have Gallup with an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but last I've heard is he's on good track to be able to come back by training camp. Um, I think he's got a great skill set that would pair well with C.D. Lamb and uh, Michael Gallup when he does return. Uh, as far as edge rushers, uh, Arnold Ebichetti from Penn State is a really fun player. Drake Jackson out of USC is someone that I is one of my draft crushes. I think he would be a great fit. Um, and then I actually would uh, look at tight end in the third round, um, mostly because uh, there's some really good tight ends in this class that are I expect are going to kind of be pushed down a bit in this draft. And in the third round, you might be able to get someone that you think is a top three tight end. And with Dalton Schultz still not making progress on his contract extension, maybe if you find someone who can be that starting kind of tight end, then you don't even have to worry about uh, being in a position where you have to extend Schultz. 
and then you have a little bit more leverage or maybe you just go with this new player altogether. Um, but it all comes down to value and who else is available. But I wouldn't be um, I wouldn't be upset if they went tight end in the third round. Okay, so I, I think Ebikidia. Some I think he'll probably go early on day two. But I mean, I would I would be ecstatic uh, if somehow he made it to fifty six. Uh, that would make me feel a little better about passing up on Jermaine Johnson. Um, but I do think that there's. There are some good options. My my pet cat crush in this draft is um, wide receiver Alec Pierce from Cincinnati. Uh, I would I would like to have him in the third. I think second's too early. Uh, I don't know where he's going to go. I think he's probably projected around seventy, which is kind of right in the middle, and it kind of messes everything up. But um, those are my two dream picks uh, for for tomorrow. Is those two players? I do think some linebackers could come into play as well. It'd be kind of curious to see. You know how those are. I, I was surprised with Quay Walker being the first one coming off the board. So maybe there could be a good value there, uh, David. So you mentioned tight ends. Like, who is your if if you would go with one as early as third round? Like, do you have a favorite? Um, well, my favorite total tight end is Greg Dulcich out of UCLA. I think he's a really great pass catcher. Um, he's got a little bit of room to improve as a, a blocker, but I think most tight ends in this class are still lacking in that area. Um, I also am a, a really big fan of uh, Chig Okonkwo from Maryland. Um, and he's, he's a very interesting case because he's just kind of, he's a lot like Tyler Smith. He's very, very raw, but when uh, he has a lot of the athletic traits, so when he catches the ball, he's for a tight end, he's a real speed demon in space. And so that makes his projection really difficult because some teams will just value him more. Um, so maybe third round is a little too uh, steep for him, but he's somebody that I definitely have as a pet cat and would be ecstatic if, if Dallas were able to get him. Okay. So before we, before we uh, finish things up here, I just want to ask you one last question. What is the one position that you feel the Cowboys absolutely must come away with a player tomorrow, Tom. You, you got a you got a position that's just super yeah, big. Yeah, wide wide receiver. wide receiver, definitely wide receiver. I think they uh, with with Michael Gallup. They're talking like week six is probably the earliest he could uh, come back. I think they definitely need to address that. And fortunately for them, I think there's a pretty good cluster uh, that should be around about the time they go on the clock at pick fifty six. Um, you know, I, you know, uh, Pickens out of a Georgia might still be there. Uh, you know, it's all going to depend on how the other things, uh, fall out. Um, the only, the only thing that could throw that off was if there's just, they saw an edge, they just had to grab before they lost on a chance on it. But if they can come up with the wide receiver in either the second or third rounds, I think that will get them a lot closer to where they need to be for the season. Okay. What, what about you, David? Um, I think that uh, at some point they really need to address the interior of their defensive line. Um, I know that they have young players, Gallimore, Hill, and Odeguzua. Um, but, you know, as we saw in the playoffs, they were vulnerable up the middle. They also didn't get a very consistent pass rush presence up the middle. It was pretty much – if Demarcus Lawrence or Randy Gregory or Micah Parsons aren't getting it done, then nobody is. 
Um, and I, I just, I don't feel that they have invested enough resources into that part of their defense for a while now. Um, and unfortunately, it looks like in this draft at this point with both Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt, it's looking like if they don't really address it in the second round, and maybe even by then there won't be any great players available, that there might not be another chance until, uh, you know, free agency after the draft. Yeah. Um, but I think that's definitely something that if we're talking about fixing the issues that plagued the defense, and there weren't a whole lot this past year, but if you want to fix it, it starts in the interior of the trenches right there. Yeah, it would. I would really like to see them somehow find a, a one tech that they can, you know, get in for the interior line. I, I do think, like you mentioned, that those the three techs they already have on the roster. There's so they have some players there. So, but, but for me, I think for tomorrow, there's not a single position to where I'm like, I feel like it has to happen. I mean, a wide receiver would be nice, and I know that the, the talent you know starts to drop as you move into the next day. But there are players later that if you look at the big picture when you have cd lamb and michael gallup you can have like your um danny grays or kyle phillips other players that i think that aren't like star receivers but just good wide receiver threes and to me that i would be okay with that so i really hope tomorrow they just kind of again just try to take a really talented player don't get fixed into into a need and, and just come away with trying to collect as many quality players as they can. I know they like this draft. Um, do, speaking of which, do you see any situation where they could maneuver around or they want you, would you like to see them have more draft capital? Would you like to see them make a move on, on, on earlier pick? Is there, you know, any of uh, any trading that you, you could see the Cowboys would like to see them do? I could see them using the some of those fifth round picks to move up some if they saw a player they really wanted. And I think that would be a fairly wise investment, you know, if they lose one or two of those fifth round picks to trade up or if the sixth round pick gets thrown in there. That doesn't hurt them as long as they come away with, uh, you know, seven or eight players out of the draft. I think they'd be fine. Uh, I would think they might be looking to do some moving up tomorrow. Just uh, I'm not sure how early they'll want to do that. Yeah. What about you, David? Anything with trading? Yeah, I think because, I mean, we saw a few trades tonight and I was never really blown away by how much a team had to give up to right. move up, which I think speaks to every team's opinion of this draft mm -hmm. pool. So if it's if it's not going to be overly pricey to move up, I mean, you like Tom said, they have those fifth round picks. Um, you have some room to maneuver and go up and you can get like, an Abiketti or whoever your top receiver is that's still on the board, you could go up for one of those guys if you feel it's worth it. Yeah, no, I, t I totally agree with both of you. And I, I too was surprised to see that it was pretty cheap to, to, to move around. And um, with all that extra capital in, in round five, I definitely would be trying to employ those picks in, in that manner. So, yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, thanks for, um, thanks for hanging out with, with me and uh, talking this over and, uh, you know, blogging the boys, we're going to be doing this all weekend. So, you know, make sure to check out. Uh, we'll be at it again, uh, going live on YouTube. Uh, that will be a 6 o'clock Central Time start, I believe, for for Friday's draft. And um, and also we'll have, I think, uh, Rabble Rouser will be here to do the draft recap um, right after the draft for tomorrow. So make sure to check that out. Uh, thanks, guys. Um,
Enjoy your evening and hope things go well for your favorite football team tomorrow. I will definitely be rooting for that to happen. And I will talk to you guys later.